Produced by the iLab at WBUR Boston. Ben, happy Valentine's Day. (laughs) Are you pro-Valentine's Day or are you one of those people that's like, this is love propaganda? Oh man, how how deep down the weird rabbit hole do you want to get? <laughs> Not okay. that deep, but but I would settle for like a, a pithy anecdote if you have one. My strongest memories of Valentine's are from like middle school, I want to say. Mm, rough time. And yeah, I mean, I did generally I did well, like I had a good <laughs> middle school and high school life, not in terms of Valentine's, but just like, you know, I like it's it wasn't a terrible flex. time for me. <laughs> yeah. But I will say a thing that bothers me is that like Valentine's Day, which is we should say a Hallmark holiday, ends up being this kind of like weird day where you tally up your social score in a way that like I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. I have mixed feelings about it. Also, Lucy Whitford, who I had a huge crush on um, in fourth grade, told me once on Valentine's Day that she knew I liked her and she didn't care. So <laughs> that is harsh. Well, Valentine's Day can also be a day of of grand gestures. So it's true. A lot of lovely people do lovely things for each other on Valentine's Day, and I respect that and I support it. Yeah. So, so I'm, I'll get posy. In the spirit of that. Um, yeah. And in honor of Valentine's Day, I have a snack-sized story about what I will call a meal-sized gesture that was pulled off with the help of some Redditors. Might even be like a feast-sized gesture. Feast-sized gesture. But this love story starts pretty humbly, as many relationships do. So we first met freshman year of high school but we didn't really talk to each other in our history class because I had a lot of studying to do. <laughs> but then we got to know each other well junior year um, when I was in a dance performance and Lee did the tech for it. I just remember thinking she was very cute and it feeling very cool that she wanted to talk to me. We kind of started having a crush on each other and started dating then. So this is Lee Leckler and Stuthi David. They grew up in Brookline, Massachusetts, not too far from us here. Uh, But they now live on opposite sides of the country. Lee's a filmmaker in California, and Stuthi is a cardiology resident in Virginia uh, who's working the overnight shifts currently, so that's rough. Um, And they broke up in college, but they reunited just a few years ago, and things have been pretty magical ever since. When did you start thinking about proposing? Oh, man. I think we first started having conversations about taking the next step. And it was very mutual. Um, in early 2019, Stuthi fact-checked me if I am inaccurate here. You are correct. <laughs> and so even though Stuthi knew that Lee was planning on proposing, she had no idea when. Um, and Lee didn't really know either. He was talking it over with a friend of his who was also planning to propose to his girlfriend, who also happened to be a filmmaker, this friend was. And Lee had what he thought was the perfect idea for this friend. What he should do, kind of utilizing the skill set that we had as filmmakers, was, you know, green screen composite himself into her favorite movie. And then during a climactic scene, as they were just at home watching it together, he would appear on screen as himself in this movie holding a ring. Pretty good, right? I mean, it's it's extremely nerdy, which I respect. Mm-hmm. Hat tip to the nerds. <laughs> but it's also like, 
it's also, um, it's kind of dangerous, right? Like I was going to say before when you said that the, like their relationship, their long distance relationship has been perfect. I said <laughs> I it's been like, magical. <laughs> magical? It's like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, long distance relationships, you know, where you don't have to live with each other and deal with each other all the time. Right. Totally magical, man. There's some longing there. Well, this yeah. this um, genius idea that Lee thought he had, his friend was not into it. Um, it's a gamble. It is a gamble. He said it didn't it's really feel... It's a big feel, gamble. Yeah. He said it didn't really feel yeah. like, like them. Um, okay. But Lee was like, no, this idea is good. And if my friend isn't going to do it, I'm going to do it. But there was a problem... Stutti's favorite movie is Sleeping Beauty. Yeah, I'm very um, sophisticated, clearly. Um. <laughs> you know, once a Disney princess, always a Disney princess. That's, That's what right. I say. That is, of course, an animated film. And I didn't think that it would make sense to composite live-action Lee into an animated movie. It just didn't feel like it would work. Have you seen Sleeping Beauty, Ben? Heck yeah, man. <laughs> With all the thorns, the, like, the surrounding thorns to the castle... You know what I'm talking about? Uh, I've never seen it. <laughs> what? But um, oh my god! But I have heard legend of the you know climactic scene at the end where yeah. the prince wakes up the princess with a kiss. Yeah, which in today's world, you know, consent. But it's fine, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So Lee had also never seen Sleeping Beauty before this. So before he dismissed his um, grand proposal idea, he decided to watch it. And he had this revelation. What struck me as I watched it was how static it was. The princess is sleeping. She's not moving. Even when she wakes up, it's kind of just on her face that you're seeing these changes register. And it occurred to me that there might be a way to do it after all. Mm. He's really holding on to this idea. Yeah. Even though he's not an artist himself, he did not right. know how to do any animation. Um, but he did find an artist on Instagram who draws in the sort of classic Disney style. And okay. he hired her to Disneyify him and Stutti um, to become the prince and princess in the scene. And to See, that's draw... just a thing you want someone to do for you anyway. Don't you want a Disney version of yourself? I mean... I'm not a huge Disney person, but let's just keep the magic alive here. <laughs> okay. All right. Fair. Um, and he, he had this illustrator draw that new ending that he was talking about where the prince presents the princess with a ring. And so they were working frame by frame. And then it was a matter of just adding them in about 73 minutes into Sleeping Beauty and then rendering out a fully baked video file of the whole movie with our hacked in section towards the end. You know, just teaching yourself animation. <laughs> yeah, no big deal. Nope. So um, so now it was just about the when and where he was going to show Stutti his masterpiece. And he right. was planning to do it at one of their apartments. Uh, but a friend of his said... Lee, that's a terrible idea. Have you never met a woman? Do you have any idea, like, what they want in a proposal? Like, nobody wants to be proposed to on their couch in their pajamas. Like, they want to be in a beautiful place. They want their friends and family to be there. You have to create a, a moment. So Lee got to work on creating a moment. Um, and he knew that he and Stuthi were actually both going to be at home in Brookline for the holidays. 
So he turned his, like, quiet proposal at home into a full-blown screening of Sleeping Beauty at their local independent movie theater. It's called the Coolidge Corner Theater. Shout out Coolidge Corner. He enlisted my mom in on the plan and basically doctored an email that made it seem like the Coolidge had sent an email out saying, like, oh, we're airing Sleeping Beauty. So my mom had actually forwarded me this email and said, hey, honey, I know it's your favorite movie. I bought the whole family ticket. I also bought one for Lee if he's available. Mm. Just Good if he's moves. available. Yeah, very savvy. Good moves. So the date was set December 30th. Um, Lee reached out to all of her local friends and family to make sure that they could be in the audience. Uh, but remember, he has to make this seem like a normal screening. So he had to hide her friends in the back of the theater, and he realized he would need to fill the rest of the seats with randos. And where can you find a bunch of randos, Ben? Reddit, baby. Reddit. Reddit. (laughs) So Lee makes a post in the Boston subreddit. And I think it was titled something like, Seeking Random Internet Strangers to Fill Seats in a Movie Theater Where I Will Surprise Propose to My Girlfriend. And I expected maybe a handful of people would reach out and be interested. And it was to my shock that I got hundreds of responses from people all over the Boston area. And the response was so overwhelming that I had to edit the post and offer priority to anyone who was a parent of a Disney age kid. And I had several people reach out and offer to bring their daughters and ask if it was okay for them to come in Disney princess outfits. And I thought that was the most magical thing ever. So I not only said it was okay, but encouraged it. There's this thing that happens where, like, Disney somehow, like, every five-year-old wakes up and they immediately have some Disney character they're obsessed with. (laughs) So this makes total sense. Yeah. I never had a Disney princess costume. And the only Disney princess that I was obsessed with was Ariel from The Little Mermaid. And that was... I mean... That's a I good would have one. been cold. <laughs> Too cold for that costume. <laughs> um, but Lee really commits. He makes fake tickets. He had mm-hmm. a seating chart so that all of the Redditors, people he had never met before, would know exactly where to go. Right. Um, he made a fake reel of trailers to play before the movie started, and he was texting with the projectionist to make sure that he and Stutti would enter the theater at a moment when she would be least likely to notice the family and friends hidden in the back. Um, And he was rehearsing this all at the theater, like during the week leading up to the proposal. He really had this planned to a T. Stuthi, did you notice anything going into the theater? Did it feel like a regular movie night? So the only thing that felt a little off was that the theater was really small. And I was like, I just think a lot of people would want to watch Sleeping Beauty. So I don't (laughs) understand why this theater is so small. (laughs) So the movie starts... And now Lee has to sit through 72 minutes of Sleeping Beauty (laughs) until this big moment comes. 72 minutes to to question your choices. (laughs) I am a nervous wreck the entire time. I'm like fidgeting. I'm adjusting my posture in my seat. It was the most excruciating 72 minutes of my life. But finally, minute 73, showtime. And we'll find out exactly how it unfolded in a minute. Hey! 
Hi, I'm Candice Lim. And I'm Rachel Hampton. We're the hosts of ICYMI, Slate's podcast about internet culture. And we want to help you make sense of the need-to-know internet stories of the week. Consider us your internet historians of past, present, and future. Of the good, the bad, and the truly unhinged. From nuanced takes on stories we're all closely following to the ones you wished you heard about. In case you missed it, that's ICYMI, the podcast that's extremely online, so you don't have to be. Follow and listen now. So, Ben, Lee has a movie theater full of his girlfriends, Stuthi's friends and family, unbeknownst to her. Right. Um, and he's got a bunch of strangers that he found on Reddit, some of whom brought their kids in princess costumes. Right. He's made it 72 minutes into the scene where the prince kisses the sleeping princess. And fortunately for us, Lee hit a camera in one of the curtains of the movie theater. So we all get to witness this proposal. Um, and I think we should just watch it together. So I watched this, by the way, when it popped off on Reddit. And here they are. They're in the theater. It's like a sort of like a weird angle, but it's just him and her. She has like a pretty like I smell the fart <laughs> look on her face right now. Yes, yeah, she does. <laughs> she's sort of like she's like, what is happening? Why is this happening? Like she's a little confused. Like this is not her the favorite movie of her past. Mm-hmm. And he's looking at her, and she's looking at him, and she's like, what's happening? And then she's like, oh, my God. And she has this look on her face. And then her her face goes from, like, what is happening to, like, what? Oh, and the ring gets tossed on the movie screen, and he, like, pretends to catch it in real life. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. <laughs> Close to your high school sweetheart. So nice. And then he kneels down. Savor this moment. Oh my god. Oh my god. (laughs) And the people on the movie screen, like the animated characters, are watching him. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, these poor people. (laughs) They're all they're all in on it. (laughs) Oh my god! She recognizes the family. It's her friends and family. She's freaked out in a good way. I don't even know what to say. I I, I hope you do. I love you with my whole heart, including all of its ventricles, atriums, valves. She's a cardiologist. (laughs) Stithy David. MD. (laughs) Will you live happily ever after with me? Yes. (laughs) <laughs> Lovely. Oh, One. and all the little fairy godmothers clap. Uh, there's on the video screen. There's like, you know, there's like a Disney castle and fireworks. She's covering her face out of total embarrassment. Pretty great. It's like I have one, to say. one for great. the storybooks. And she says later in the video, "I thought there was something wrong with the movie." Um, yeah. And she told me a little bit about this as well. So I was getting actually kind of annoyed at the whole thing because I was like, ugh, they're ruining my movie. I don't know what happened with the colors. And then, honestly, even when, like, animated Lee and you could see his face pop up, 
my first thought was, why does that guy look like Lee? And then the <laughs> ring popped up and I said, oh my God, I think someone's going to get engaged today. I wonder who it is. Really, really not picking up on it too fast. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure I would either, to be fair. Yeah, well, it's like, it's pretty meta, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I um, kind of put that to her just because I'm pretty sure my my brain would break open at this point. I feel like I'm still, and it's been like over a month that this happened, and I'm still trying to register like how amazing. And I mean, Lee, I, I've said this before, but truly perfect this proposal was. And it was just proof that Lee knows me so, so well. Well done, Lee. Well done. Good job, buddy. So this was literally a fairy tale proposal. Yeah, with a fairy tale ending. Not bad. But I bet a lot of people want to do this for the person in their life or like think that their significant other would like something like this. But then they just don't because they think, oh, it's too much work. It's too crazy. It's too much room for things to go wrong. Yeah. Yeah. So I asked them why they think grand gestures like this are important and worth it. This is a big question. Um, I I think, you know, unfortunately, in like the way the world is going now, it's so easy to get like very negative about things and get very pessimistic and give up and like kind of lose that real life magic that I genuinely think exists. So I think having these really grand gestures, it brings a little bit of like, magic and happiness and like seeing the reaction of like millions of people now have around the world. I mean, something really special and really magical can come out of it. I like that. Put a little magic into the world. Yeah. Speaking from experience now, I would say don't just let it be an idea. Really take the time and work towards making it a reality because it has just been a life changing moment for the two of us. And then getting to like, you know, have this thing that we can talk about and all of our family and friends sort of rallying around us. It's felt us feel so supportive and so loved. And um, I wish that for any couple. So just do it. And the good news, Ben, is that so far they have not gotten served by Disney. (laughs) Please don't sue us, Disney. (laughs) I mean... Disney, if you serve these guys, you're fired. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, you like, created this love story. Yeah, so. <laughs> this is your fault. So, um, I love it. I, I love this story. I loved seeing it when it popped up on Reddit. I, I think it's nice to see people doing this kind of thing for each other. And it, um, I dig it. Here's to the grand gestures. Yeah. Go big or go what, home. So you want to be Ariel? Like if somebody were going to like animate you into a Disney movie, you'd be, you'd be Ariel? She was the only one that I developed any sort of attachment to. But but she's her own woman, and I'm my own woman. I think I'd be, I, I think I'd be Little John from the Robin Hood Disney movie. Oh, that's movie. good. That's very on point. <laughs> yeah, that's who, who I would be. Or I would be the bear in... Um, Mowgli. They're basically mm. the same person. They're, mm-hmm. I mean, they're the same bear. <laughs> they're the same bear creature. In the same family. That bear gets typecast, but you know what? That's fine. He's a good bear. All right, guys, that's it. That is our Valentine's Day snack time. And, uh, you know, grand gestures, go for it. Get out there. Yeah. You got this. 
Also, keep your eyes and ears on our feed because we will have more that we're dropping in while we are on break. But we are so excited for our upcoming series and season. And, uh, you know, stay in touch. And happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. 